Welcome back to Mr. Epstein and Ms. Maxwell's Closet. Um, I think this episode, I, uh, I have, like I, I've said in other episodes, I've lamented my state of tabs, so many tabs, too many tabs, too many tabs. Uh, so I think this episode might be me clearing some of them out by reading them, getting them on the record, as it were, so I can close them. Because, like I said, you know, when, almost, nearly 100% of the time, when I read something in an episode, it's the first time I'm reading it. Um, so I have all these things open that I have, I have yet to read, you know. I know I'm not the only one who does that. So this first one I'm going to read looks like it's some, I, and you know, I honestly don't even remember how, either how long it's been open or why it's open or how I, I must have been searching for Eleanor Barry. Um, and I found something that was just a press release. Oh no, that was the video. That's right. That was a video. So, uh, you know, I said, I want to find out more about Eleanor Barry. Well, it looks like, um. I may get my shot because this seems to be all about her. I think, I think it's like a, it's from the Spectator, which I don't know much about, but I know it's been around for a long time. Oh, they have a podcast. Uh, oh, it says magazine invalid date from magazine issue. So I don't even know what the date. Fuck, there's no date. I just realized. Shit. Where? Oh, my phone board, there's no date in there. Oh. Uh, is there any way? No. Ah. So, I'm thinking it's a review of Captain Bob and Me. Because it says, Life on Board the Pirate Ship. It's Graham Stewart, his author. Life on Board the Pirate Ship. And then Captain Bob and Me, Robert Maxwell I Knew, Eleanor Berry, The Book Guild, 172 pages, and then there's Pound. So The Spectator must be British. Uh, let's see what comments, if there's any. Oh, you gotta, oh, you gotta subscribe to even see the comments? Oh, that's annoying. Alright, um, I was gonna, oh, I guess I can, I know how I can find out. Hold on. Well, I find this interesting. I don't know about you guys, but I just went to the internet. I'm like, well, I can easily find out when this thing was written. And I can see when her the book was published because it's such a review. And then it's probably around the time the book is published, right? So the title, the full title of the book is Captain Bob, apostrophe N, C-A-P, apostrophe N, Captain Bob and Me, colon, the Robert Maxwell I knew. So... I went and I did a search and I just put in Captain Bob and me. Nothing. I got Captain Crunch, Billy Bob Thornton, Robbery Bob, Bob Barry. Oh, and then I then I did Barry, Captain Bob and me, Barry. Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch, Billy Bob Thornton recalls his heavy sex scene with Halle Berry. Popular Billy Bob Thornton and Halle Berry videos. 
Jesus. Grow up, people. Robbery Bob app. Bob Berry board member. Bob Berry. Bob Berry. Halle Berry reveals her secret to hot sex on screen. Halle Berry haircuts. So, you see my point, right? So, I'm probably... Same thing goes with that fucking video. You can find her on... Well, you can find her on YouTube, just Eleanor Berry, but... There's a cat and Bob and me, Colin. Robert Maxwell, I know. Uh, Robert Maxwell. Alright, I'm going to do the Robert Maxwell and see if that does it. There we go. Oh, no, there's a spectator article I'm reading. And then Robert Maxwell biography. Oh, 2003. Okay. This one says 224 pages. The fuck? Huh. What's that all about? So, the article I'm about to, or the review, whatever you want to call it, I'm about to read, says 172 pages. And then the Robert Maxwell bibliography from NNDB, NN, uh, I don't know, NN, NNDB.com, it says it's 224 pages. Oh, that. So, yeah. Anyway. So it was 2003. After he died. Uh, I don't think that's the first book she read, wrote about him, though. Don't think that's the first one. The Maxwell scandal. See, this is how I get all these fucking... Alright, I'm not clicking on anything. I'm just leaving this search open. Alright. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I just realized that I have my headphones plugged in. Um, so I don't know how the audio was for six minutes seven minutes of this. I apologize. Hopefully it came through. Hopefully I wasn't sitting on the speaker or on the uh, microphone. I don't know. I don't really want to stop. So if, if, if it was, if it was bad, I'll listen, I'll listen back, uh, before I post it. And if, if there's something wonky about it, I'll put it like in the title. So you guys know, like it's not the whole episode. All right. So from the spectator, assuming sometime around 2003 when the book was published, uh, Life on Board the Pirate Ship, Captain Bob and Me, The Robert Maxwell I Knew, Eleanor Berry, it's a review, by Graham Stewart. When, in 1825, Harriet Wilson began her memoirs with, I shall not say why and how I became, at the age of 15, the mistress of the Earl of Craven, Unquote. 
An avid readership settled down to revel in what was clearly going to be the work of an old pro. <sighs> 1825. So perhaps it is as well for Eleanor Barry's personal reputation that at the end of Cat and Bob and Me, the reader feels somewhat shortchanged. Many, of course, taken aback that the, quote, bouncing check, unquote, could be. <laughs> check, of course, is it's it's a it's a it's a pun. Check, of course, is spelled C-Z-E-C-H. <laughs> bouncing check. Oh, my God. Mm. I love the Brits. All right. Uh, many, of course, taken aback that the bouncing check could be an object of wild sexual desire to anyone. Hey, look, I'm not going to lie. Back in his prime, you know, especially if you were into that sort of man, the sort of man that he was, it doesn't matter how hot or unhot he is because it has nothing to do with what he looks like. Ultimately, it's his energy. It's his energy, and he was a big man. Look, look. Here's a little TMI for you, but you know, I'm five foot seven. I'm not. I'm not a little slip of a thing by any stretch. Um, and I, I find it. I'm not going to lie. I find it difficult to have. A, I've never had a serious relationship with a man who was shorter than me, especially. And if they're shorter than me or my height, they're certainly strong. I can't overpower them. And I know it doesn't come down to that, but I'm just putting it in real primal terms. I, I, I like men who are men. I like men who are like men. Feel like men. Look like men. Sound like men. I just, that's just me. I'll be friends with any, anybody. Well, not anybody, but you know what I mean. But in, as far as the next level goes, I'm just being honest. Um... You know, arms, I like arms and necks on a man. Hands, huge and hands. You know, and that was Bob. Sorry, but that was fucking Bob. So I get it. I'm not taken aback. I fucking get it. Uh, all right. Many, of course, taken aback that the bouncing check could be an object of wild sexual desire to anyone will be relieved that the willful Miss, Miss Barry spares us the details. If details there were. Well, huh, not all of them. This is uh, Captain Bob and me. This wasn't her first one. I think this was the second one. I don't know. Well, I guess she doesn't really go deep into it. Um, again, I haven't read the whole thing, so, okay, uh, that the willful Miss Barry spares us the details, if details there were. It is enough to know that time has not dimmed her adoration for the man who threw her into his swimming pool on their first encounter, and 23 years later, took the plunge into altogether deeper water himself. Yeah, I heard that story in one of the videos I watched. But before he did, first of all, she was in a bathing suit. Second of all, he asked her, can you swim? And she said, yes. And then he threw it. Uh, okay. Uh, and 23 years later, right. And that they were together that whole time. 23 years later, it took the plunge into altogether deeper water himself. 
uh, as befits the granddaughter of F.E. Smith. I don't know who that is. I should look it up. Maybe I'll do that now. Well, look at that. We share a birthday. <laughs> God. Me and Frederick Edwin Smith, first Earl of Birkenhead. We're uh, almost a century apart, but we share a date, July 12th. Um, 1872 to September 30th, 1930. So this is Eleanor Berry's uh, grandfather. So who is this guy? British politician. Was a British conservative statesman and lawyer of the early 20th century. Smith. Uh, so this is her mother's father. It's her mother's father. I'm guessing. Oh, maybe not. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what her... I don't know if Barry is her married name. Um... He was a skilled orator, noted for his staunch opposition to Irish nationalism, his wit, pugnacious views, and hard living and drinking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he is perhaps best remembered today as Winston Churchill's greatest personal and political friend until Smith's untimely death at age 58. Look at that. Fucking Eleanor Barry's grandfather. Known for his Irish opposition to Irish nationalism, his wit, pugnacious views, and hard living and drinking. That's a loaded phrase if I ever heard one. Hard living and drinking, quote unquote. By the way, opposition to Irish nationalism equals fucking racism. I'm sorry. It's, it's fucking racism. That whole colonial, uh, the fact, huh, the fact that Ireland and Scotland I mean, I don't know how Wales feels about it, but Ireland and Scotland need to be, I mean, Scotland is wholly UK, but Ireland, the fact that Ireland isn't shows you the power of the monster and how people have been manipulated long before Cambridge Analytica came around. Imagine how powerful Cambridge Analytica is. When you think about how already multitudes through generations have been manipulated to a point where you have people, Irish people, you know, obviously I know a lot of it is because a lot of Northern Ireland it was settled by the English that came over. And I know that. So over the years, over the decades and generations, you know, but it's just, it's, it, you know, it's so, it's no coincidence that they used uh, people familiar with Israeli issues, <coughs> issues trying to get peace in the Middle East. It's the same fucking thing over there. It's the same thing in Ireland. So anybody who's opposed to Irish, opposed to Irish nationalism is a fucking racist in my eyes. You know, the fucking Brits... That whole thing, they're just jealous because Ireland, the Irish, has been around, was was way longer than fucking Britain. Are you fucking kidding me? Their culture. Ugh, God. Don't even get me started. All right, all right. I'm, I'm getting off track here. 